Ezekiel 47 from verse 1 onwards. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east. And there was water running out on the right side. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and he brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankles. And he, again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knee. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through. The water came up to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000 and it was a river that I could not cross. But the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. He said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. When I returned there along the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed, and it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, wherever the river go, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters go there, for they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from En-Gedi to En-Eglame. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Along the bank of the river, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither, and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month, because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food, and their leaves for medicine. Praise be to God. And I will stop right here at verse 12. We're going to go back to verse 1 again. And there are some very uh, significant things that the Spirit of the Lord has for us tonight, for this month of March and beyond. This uh, very prophetic word, um, not only for this month of March, but beyond that 
God is going to speak to us from this chapter. So I um, encourage you to stay focused and um, pay attention to what the Spirit of God will speak at this hour. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple. The door of the temple. This is not talking about any uh, demonic temple, pagan temple, Babylonian temple, or, or Baal temple. This is talking about God's temple. There from the temple is this water flowing. From that temple, the water flows, flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. For the front of the temple faced east. It's facing the front of the temple. The water is coming from the temple. It's not only in one location. This water is about to spread or Ezekiel is about to see the water that is actually flowing. The point that God wants to highlight here is the blessing of God, the work of the Holy Spirit, cannot be contained in just one area, one location. When the Lord touches an individual and when the individual becomes a habitation for God Almighty, they themselves will become that overflowing river through the Holy Spirit flowing through them. Touching the lives of the barren, touching the lives of many who are in that barren ground, touching the lives of many who are in need of life. It's a living waters. It's life-giving waters. As the Spirit of God takes us further into this chapter, verses down, we're going to see the significance of this water, the location, the surroundings, and those that are affected by this water. So God is taking Ezekiel and he's showing some things. He says, come and see. Come and see Ezekiel. What a beautiful um, thing it is to be led by God to see all that God has planned the common eyes cannot see the common ears cannot hear the common mind cannot understand that which God has prepared and shows to those who walk with him he reveals his secrets to those who walk with him. Now here we see. Verse 1. He brought me 
back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east and there was water running out on the right side. God gives very specific uh, locations, details, but how this water is running and which direction it is running. There are reasons why God has placed those things in this scripture. But for us tonight, it's not about the location. It's about the water. It's about the temple. It's about you. It's about the Holy Spirit. When the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits. And he brought me through the waters. Water came up to my ankles. When he's measuring, as he goes inside, this 1,000 cubit measurement that God has placed here, the water comes to the ankles of this man. Now he's taking him further and he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. The water came to my knees. So as he is going in further, he's going deeper. The water level rises up. He's going deeper. The water level rises up. When you go deeper, you experience the water level to rise up, not because, because you went in and your weight somehow caused the water to just expand. No. It's because you have gone into the depths of the water. The water is already up. But it's to that extent that you've gone in deeper. And the water that touched your ankle is coming up to the knees. There's this water that God is causing Ezekiel to experience. There's something about this water. This is not ordinary water. God says, Ezekiel, go further. Again, he measured 1,000 and it was a river that I could not. When When is that? After he goes 1,000 further. And from the knee, the water rises up to the waist. That means he walked further. And as he walked further, he walked deeper. The deeper he went, the higher the water level rose. Again, it's not because he was heavier and the water level went up. No. It's because he's going deeper. As he went in, the water was actually up. He's going in. The water level is up. God is speaking 
that is our. In this life that God has for us, there are many blessings God has in store for us. The promise God is giving to us this month of March is he will take us to the places of prosperity. There are different stations that the Spirit of the Lord is showing me at this hour. Stations of prosperity. Stations of blessings. Spiritual blessings. These spiritual blessings will lead us to the physical blessings. Physical healings. Physical prosperity. Where? Our land will prosper. Our bodies will prosper. Whatever was dead before, all of a sudden it gains life, it prospers. In order for that to happen, we need to know the power and the potency of this river. That's what God wants to show us, take us there to show us. If God takes us into the month of March, from the month of March through April, through May, there will be this journey where God will take us through. As the Lord showed him, he will roll out his blessings as the months roll out. God's plan and his blessings that are contained in that plan will also roll out. God will take us, all those who say, Lord, I will go, I will go. He will take us and he will say, come, come, I will take you. I will take you in. You got your ankle wet. I want you to go further. The will of God for your life is to be deeper where the river of God, the power of God, the presence of God, the glory of God, the life of God is flowing freely. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. We may be in a location. God is taking us out of the location. And God is bringing us to this place where he says, you see this river that is coming. You see the river that is flowing. Don't just stand and see where the river is coming from. I want you to experience that river. I want you to experience that river. The Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. I want you to experience that river. This is where God takes us into the river. It's knee deep, ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep. Verse 5. Again, he measured 1,000. And it was a river that I could not cross. For the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. He said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank 
of the river. Beyond a certain point, beyond a certain point, the depth of the river is too deep. Can you cross it on your own? You can't cross it on your own. But the Spirit of God is showing today this far more depth to what you know now. The river of God is way deeper and it's way more stronger than you think you know of God the Holy Spirit. Now, your knowledge of God, the Holy Spirit, the river of God can be anywhere from ankle deep to knee deep to waist deep. But there is this depth to the Holy Spirit where you need God to cause you to swim, cause you to inherit that which God has for you. There is this place where the Spirit of God can take you, where this river of God will not drown you, but will become a pleasure to you, where it will become a delight to you. You can swim. If you want to cross over that river, if you want to go through the river, God says, you need to be able to swim. Unless you know how to swim, you cannot swim. And unless you know the river and its stuff, you cannot swim in the river. You can't just go and swim in any river. But, in order for someone to cross over, they should know how to swim. God is speaking at this hour. In this life that God has for us, in order for us to be able to cross over to the other side, we need to know how to get through life's trials. We need to know how to cross over to the other side by knowing how to swim. You know who will carry us through? the Holy Spirit, the river of God. In that deep river, the water, the pure water, the river of God is there for you to be able to swim and cross over and go to the other side. And what is there? What is there? The other side is a place of glory. God is reserved for his people. The spirit of God is speaking at this hour. The river of God that flows from the throne of God, the river of God that comes from the temple of God is a holy river. It's a river that is bound to flourish one's soul, mind, body, spirit, family. If one steps into the river. He must step in by faith. You should be willing to go with the Lord Jesus Christ to whatever depth God will take you to and through. 
willing to go with the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, take me deeper. Deeper, I want to go deeper into your glory realm. I want to go deeper, Lord. Take me into your glory realm. Take me, Lord. Take me. An understanding that we need to know, need to possess, we need to have of the Holy Spirit is important. We need to understand the Holy Spirit. Some know the Holy Spirit on surface level. Others know a little more. When they, they know a little more, they feel, I know the river, but the Lord says, no, you don't. Let me take you deeper. Let me take you deeper. And you come to a place where you know, oh Lord, I surrender all. Unless you completely surrender yourself and give yourself over to the river, you cannot swim. You have to have faith and you do have total surrender. If you want to cross over, you must swim. You must be able to give yourself completely wholeheartedly to the river of God and say, Lord, I yield myself. I yield myself to your move, O Holy Spirit. Because I want to cross over. I want to go to the other side. Have you seen this? God is asking this question. Have you seen this? Have you seen the vastness of this river? Have you seen the power of this river? Have you seen the glory of this river? If you want to cross over, know how to swim. Give yourself over to this river. This river is a river that produces life, gives life. He said to me, verse 6, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. Why? He was going to show many more things. When I returned there along the bank of the river, where very many trees on one side and the other, then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down in the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. What a powerful river. What a powerful river. God is saying, this is no ordinary river. This river is no ordinary river. The Lord says, this river that you see, if you have to cross over, you have to know how to swim. You came this far, but you must swim in order to cross over. You see this river? Let me show you what this river does. This river brings healing. This river is not a destructive river. This is a productive river. This river brings healing. The land is healed. The living things are healed. Whatever is there is healed. 
It's a prophecy God is speaking at this hour. When the river of the Holy Spirit flows, those who make the choice to get to know the river, to whatever extent you want to get to know the river, whichever depth you want to go to, depth, whichever, whether it's ankle deep or knee deep or waist deep or you want to swim, it's up to you. The Lord says, the choice is yours. I can show you. I can take you and show you. After that, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to be someone who says, well, I know the capacity of this river. This river has healing properties and this river can do wonders and this river can impart life and everything, but I'll just be someone who will stand and look at the river, admire the river, praise the river for its healing capacity, and look at all the fish and the living things that are thriving. Look at all the dead places that are coming back to life. And I'll just stand outside and I'll just say, thank you, Lord, for this river. I won't have any part with it. Or we say, there's something to this river. If the fish can live, the trees can live, and this can happen, that can happen. Just like Peter said. When Jesus said, I'll wash your feet, Peter, he said, Lord, wash my head and wash my body. We want to be such people. Or see what the river can do. We need to be people who say, Lord, I will dive into this river. I will jump into this river. Lord, if the fish can live, the trees can live, and all these things can live, I know that it can make me to live. Whatever is dead in yourself within, whatever part of you is dead emotionally, whatever part of you is dead physically, whatever part of you is dead relationally, wherever there is depth in you, within you, in whatever area it may be, God says, If you understand what this river can do, just dive into this river. Get into this river. This river that has caused many people and many things to come back to life can take away that death from your life. It has the capacity to bring you back to life. It has the capacity to remove whatever it is that is causing death, to drive that out of you, away from you. This is why God like, takes you, like He takes you, you know, on an excursion to, or a sightseeing, or for you to come and see, come and see. Look, this is how this river is. You can go into this river as much as you want to, but beyond this, you need to let go. You need to let go. 
you need to go with the flow of the Spirit of God. You need to totally surrender. You know, when you walk into the river, you have a certain amount of control where you have your feet on the ground. Where you say that, I'm going to balance myself and I know I can walk. Ankle deep water, waist deep water, knee deep water. But when you have to go beyond a certain point, it's at that point you have to let go of everything. It's at that point you have to take your feet out of the ground. It's at that point you're no longer on the ground, but you're off the ground. You give yourself totally to the river. And at that point, you don't say that, oh, I'm not going to do this, you know, this river can kill me and I can drown here now. Total surrender to God is total faith in God. And where you say, Lord, I know the plans that you have for me is for me to glorify you. It's for you to prosper me so that I can glorify your great name. So I'll trust you. Going forward in this month of March, God is asking you this question. Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to give yourself over to God? Totally. Or do you want to be someone who will just go with God and say, Lord, thank you for showing me this. Thank you for showing me this. Thank you for showing me this. I'm in awe of you. Lord, I am ankle deep in. I'm in awe of you. It's just a feeling of it. I'm in awe of you. Lord, I've come knee deep. I'm in awe of you. Lord, waist deep. I'm in awe of you. But anything more than that, Lord, I just want to stay right here. Stop right here. God says, do you want to cross over? There's a lot more on the other side. I just want you to see what this river can do. This river is a healing river. If this can do so much for the trees, it can do a lot more for you. If it can bring that which is dead back to life, it can do the same for you. God is asking this question. Are you willing to be watered by this river? Are you willing to be nourished by this river? Are you willing to be led by this river? The destination of this river is glory. It's glory. God says, do you have faith in this river? He's asking you these questions. Do you have faith in this river? Can you let go? Only when you let go can you enjoy when you swim. If you are scared and terrified to swim, you won't be able to let go and you'll feel horrible if someone pushes you when you are scared of it. God says, I'm showing you and I'm telling you that you don't have to fear anything. God says, I'm showing you these things and I'm showing you what this river can do. 
when you let go. When you let go of yourself. Even the very little bit that you may be holding on to. When you let go of that and you express your faith in the river, you can swim enjoy the freedom that God has and the pleasure that will come from this river of God and the healing that will come from this river of God. There's something that the Holy Spirit is speaking of this hour. It's deep. Total surrender to God will cause you to experience a total pleasure that comes from God. God's word says, in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. In his presence there is fullness of joy. At his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. When you are in that river, you have this unexplainable joy that is there as long as you're in the river. When you're in this river swimming, there's this pleasure that comes from God. Only those who are swimming can experience, not those who are standing. There's this experience that is reserved for those who say, Lord, I let go. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to experience the joy and the pleasure that you have for me. To those who commit to God and say, Lord, I'm going to seek you. I'm going to walk with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to get to know you more. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, will live. Imagine that. You are in the river. This river is a life-giving river. This is the river that God is calling you to swim in. This is the river God is calling you to be a part of the river of God The Holy Spirit, He is here in our midst. He says, The Son of Man came to give life and the life more abundantly. The Son of Man has sent the Holy Spirit. That through the Holy Spirit, we might have life and life more abundantly. Where is this abundant life coming from? never-ending life. Jesus talked about this. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, what kind of river is that? This is river of the Holy Spirit that comes from the temple of God. And if you are a temple of God, the Spirit of God can flow through you and wherever you go because a river is inside of you. You become the carrier of the river of God Wherever you go, the healing that needs to take place will take place. There are several things that the Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. 
If you pay attention to what God is saying at this hour, the portion that belongs to you will belong to you. God also says, verse 10, the fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. When life comes, there's this abundance that comes. God says, when you take your refuge in the river, the Holy Spirit, God says, not only will you live, you'll become a source of life, abundant life. There will be this multiplication that will take place. Not an ordinary multiplication, an extraordinary one. In the most uncommon places, God will begin to use you. I want to say it again as it's the prophecy. In the most uncommon places, God will begin to use you. If you yield yourself to the river of God, the Holy Spirit. Places that are dead, places that have no life, places that has no life, this river of God will go and resurrect those dead places. Bring life there. Verse 9. Verse 9. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, will live. That every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, shall live wherever. Life needs to be produced and sustained. God says, this river will cause that to happen. This divine multiplication, there's this divine life that flows, and that life that flows is not going to be a life that is by itself, but it produces many more living things, a divine multiplication. There's something that God is promising us. Promising all those who trust in Him. Not only will you become useful through the river of the Holy Spirit, there will be this multiplication that will take place. That will cause many, many, many of the lifeless things that are there, the lifeless creatures that are there, to receive the life of God so that they too can live. Through the Spirit of God flowing, wherever this river goes, it imparts life. It drives away death. When life comes in, death leaves just like how when darkness comes, darkness comes. It just darkens the whole place. And then light comes. All of a sudden the whole place gets lit up because darkness is driven out. 
the Lord says, death may be there. It may stink up the whole place. The whole tomb may be smelling badly. The smell of death may be inside the tomb. But when the light of Christ penetrates, the life of Christ penetrates that tomb, which carries death, God says. All of a sudden, the dead comes back to life. And there's this fragrance of Christ that is there where it overtakes that smell of death and no longer death is there. No longer the smell of death is there. Just like how the river goes to all these places. Everything will live wherever the river goes. Verse 9. And now it becomes a blessing to the fishermen that are there. God says, the river of the Holy Spirit can do the same for you in your life. Where you become a blessing. That which is dead in your life is all of a sudden brought back to life. And all of a sudden you begin to have what you didn't have. You begin to give what you never gave. Because all because of the river. I'm going to close in a couple of minutes. This river is bound to produce fruit. This river is bound to produce all kinds of trees with all kinds of fruit. The power of this river is the trees that have its fruits and the leaves. They're very different. This river is doing something to them where their leaves will not wither and the fruit will not fail. Oh, what a blessing. Only this river can accomplish that. God is speaking to our hearts today. God says, if you give yourself over to this river of the Holy Spirit, then this river of the Holy Spirit will cause you to flourish and you cause you to be someone who is unaffected by anything that is out there. That your leaves will not wither. You will bear fruit. Your fruit bearing will not cease. And God says that he'll bless you through that river. He'll cause you to live by the river. And the Lord says, through you, others will be blessed. Those who eat the fruit will be blessed. Through you, those who come for that shade, under the shady tree, will receive that comfort and that rest. Through you, through you, if you're nourished by that river, the fishermen will rejoice because life has entered in. There'll be great joy. 
where the river goes, there'll be great joy. Two parts here to this message that the Spirit of God is emphasizing, highlighting. One is to what extent you want to enjoy the Holy Spirit. To what extent you want to entrust yourself to the Holy Spirit. To that extent, will you enjoy? To that extent, will you be able to feel and experience the river, the river of God? To what extent you surrender yourself to the Holy Spirit? To that extent, will you be able to swim in the river? Have the joy that comes from God and the pleasure that comes from God by being in that river, letting go, totally surrendering and immersing yourself in that river. The other thing the Spirit of God is speaking is when you let the river of God flow over you, you're bound to not only live just like whatever the river touched, lived, and it produced fruit, multiplication. Fish started multiplying. Trees started bearing fruit. No trace of death was there in the river where the river went. The leaves lived. The fruits lived. The fish lived. God says, you shall live. You should live if you choose to take the Holy Spirit as your refuge. If you choose to let go and give yourself over to the Spirit of God, God will make you into a blessing. In this month of March and beyond, God says, God has reserved extraordinary blessings and extraordinary spiritual experiences for those who truly surrender to God and say, I will trust you wholeheartedly and I will give myself freely to you, Holy Spirit. You see what God will do for you. God will cause you to experience his joy and his pleasure, which is reserved for those who swim, only for those who swim. God will cause you to experience the supernatural realm of God. God will cause you to enjoy the presence of God, that which is reserved only for those who swim. God will also cause you to live when you give yourself over to the river of God, it will cause you to live. It will cause you to be a source of life so that others through you might live. God will cause you to multiply, not by ordinary means, but by extraordinary means through the work of the Holy Spirit. That would be a definite divine multiplication in your spiritual walk with God, in your physical life, whatever area that God sees fit. 
will cause you to multiply. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tenderly he watches over you. Every step, every mile of the way. Like a mother watching over her baby. with you every hour of the day tenderly he watches over you every step every mile of the Like a mother watching o'er her baby, he is with you every other day. Long before time began, you were. His plan, let no fears crowd your brow. He will not forsake you now. Tenderly he watches over you. Every step.
is in our midst of this hour. He is here to strengthen his people. Long before time began, you were part of his plan. Hallelujah. Don't let fear come near you. He'll be with you. God will be with you. God will be with you. Hallelujah. And the Lord says, Trust the living God. Trust the living God. Hallelujah. Trust the living God. Get to know the Holy Spirit. Get to know the Holy Spirit. Don't be satisfied with where you are. There's a lot more growing. There's a lot more learning. There's a lot more experiencing. There's a lot more receiving. There's a lot more giving. Hallelujah. God wants you to receive the maximum benefit that you can get from knowing and experiencing the Holy Spirit. Give yourself over to the Spirit of God in this month of March. Tell the Lord, Lord, I just yield myself to the Spirit of God. Lord, I give myself over to you. Not just in words, but every day. I'm going to immerse myself in the Holy Spirit. Trench me in your river, Lord. I'm going to swim in that Holy Spirit. I'm going to trust you, Lord, in everything. I'm not going to let unbelief come near me. I'm not going to let worry come near me. I'm not going to let the cares of the world come near me. I'm not going to let anything keep me from me diving into the river of God. In order for you to be able to go to that depth, depth of the river, God says, you need to be willing to let go. Let go of everything. Let go of all the fears. Let go of the fear of the unknown. Let go of all the doubts. Let go of all the worries. Let go of your past. Let go of yourself. Let go of everything that is clouding your judgment. Let go of everything that is keeping you from inheriting everything that God has for you. Dive into the river of the Holy Spirit. God says, I'll hold you by your hand and I'm going to show you things that you don't know of. Just like he took Ezekiel and he showed him. God wants to show you. Every step, every mile of the way, God will lead you. That you should be willing to go with him. In the month of March, tell the Lord, Lord, take me higher into your glory realm. I just want to go higher, Lord. I want to go deeper into your glory realm. Take me, Lord. Take me, Lord. In that glory realm, being in that state of rest and a state of peace. We experience the fullness of God and the fullness of His blessing in every area of our lives. From our bodies to our children to our families to our finances to our health, God has His hand over them all. 
when we choose to enter into that realm of God, the river of the Holy Spirit, the river of God. There we become a blessing to God and to many. There we enter into that state of divine multiplication. There we enter into this place of great joy, experiencing His fullness of joy and the pleasure of God. Father, thank you, Lord, for this second day of fasting and prayer. Lord, you have spoken something very deep today. And I pray that you will cause your people to understand. Not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. You'll cause your people to be able to experience that which you have for them, inherit that which you have for them, in the name of Jesus. Cause your people, Lord, to enter into this state of total surrender, thereby experience total joy, total peace, total rest, the pleasures of God. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for your people with the knowledge of the Holy One of Israel that they may understand and truly grasp what you have spoken this night. Lord, let the weight of it, let the good weight of it, draw them deeper into the river of the Holy Spirit and bless them, Father. Thank you, Lord, I praise you. Thank you for your grace that sustains us and for strength that leads us. Thank you, Father. Give you all the glory, give you all the honor, give you all the praise. Thank you for the blessings that you've blessed us with. We, we can't ask for more. Lord, your word that you gave today contains everything for this life and in the world to come. So I pray that you'll cause your people to understand what you've spoken, Father. The God of abundance gives abundant peace, abundant joy, abundant rest, abundant hope, abundant blessing, bodily way, spirit and finances, coordination relationally, men with many-fold, multiplied blessings. I pray that you'll cause your people to inherit all things you have for them, Father. Strengthen them. Strengthen them all the more. Thank you. I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, may the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen.